All right, so. <laughs> like you said, here's a Qigong exercise to help you see. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if people have uh, taken my advice, well, if they have a yoga practice or a Qigong practice, Tai Chi practice, anything that coordinates physical motion, breathing, you know, basically, you know, as a, as a, let's say, an energetic type of exercise, right? So something that every motion um, brings into some element of strength uh, conditioning. So flexibility and balance, right? So those are the three components that we're looking at with these things. So, uh, and of course, the breathing being, you know, the most important thing that coordinates all three of those others together, right? So. Um, the breathing is paramount when it comes to those types of exercise routines um, or practices, right? So um, uh, if they already have one, great. If they haven't had one, I've recommended, at least with the healing Qigong, uh, Spring Forest Qigong is one of my favorites as far as that goes. And wonderful practice, easy to do, anybody can do it. And uh, uh, short and sweet and really very effective extremely effective for opening the channels, keeping them open, keeping your energy flowing, open up any impedances that are there that, you know, will uh, put you in optimal health, basically. Right. And uh, keep the energy flowing. Again, it's, uh, you know, having your energy stagnated is, you know, the uh, antithesis of, uh, you know, seeing, basically. So it's like you don't want to, you know, it will stop your progress or at least keep you in a very, you know, um, a lower level for sure, you know, because you need to have that free flow in order to generate that. Uh, so again, uh, in the one exercise, at least in the spring force Qigong that, that, uh, helps to facilitate that ability to see. And, um, you know, there are other exercises that I'll make mention of later, you know, that'll coordinate that so you know which territory that we're looking at. But, but basically uh, is, I th he calls it uh, the harmony of the universe. So it's sort of like a combination of some of the ones that, of the exercises that came before that and they combine them together. So, uh, and uh, he literally states in, uh, in his uh, write-up of each exercise, which is pretty concise, um, uh, that uh, if you do this exercise, eyes closed, because most times with Qigong, your eyes are open, right? You have a focal point, you're staying in, you know, centered and balanced. But if you do this exercise with your eyes closed, it can facilitate, um, a, you know, a, uh, a view of colors or light, right? So, and I wouldn't really differentiate between those too much in the beginning, you know, like any light. And when we say light, it could be, you know, just a hazy light in the background. It could be, a, you know, a fogginess you know, that's a little lighter and again can be, you know, a, uh, you know, a lighter grayish tone or just, you know, some kind of amorphous light in the background that will sort of, uh, you know, as, as you stay within that for a while, it'll sort of uh, differentiate and sort of become more variegated. So there'll be darker areas and lighter areas. And you want to focus always on the lighter areas. Um, but there can be colors that come through. And, uh, you know, one of the more common ones is purple. So if that's the case, you know, you'd focus on that. And, and by focus, meaning just that as you're doing the exercises, you're, instead of the more dull areas, you're going to focus on, again, the more, the brighter areas within the field of view behind your closed eyes. So 
whatever that is, that's going to be good, but it could be other colors as well, right? So, and that's, that's basically it. It's just going to enhance that. It tends to be more of a background than anything else, but it, um, it does facilitate, you know, other aspects of seeing coming in a little bit easier later on. So, um, and we're going to do other exercises, meditative exercises that will enhance that and make it stronger intentionally make it stronger and this one it's more like okay this is just opening those channels to help that move a little easier so there's no stagnation within the channels that are flowing there and so uh and that's basically all this is so and it just gives you that indication that that's what's happening uh you might get it on the very first one and that means everything's open and working and working fine right don't freak out if it's not happening right away or even after the few a few times doing this exercise the idea is that you're just, you know, again, not grasping, not forcing the issue, right? Just being present and watching and seeing, observing and seeing if that just spontaneously arises. And when it does, I'm just, as I do the exercises and move through it and concentrating on my breathing. And, you know, once I have the motion down, I'm really only focused on the breath. The motion comes automatically, right? So it's the muscle memory is there. It's not a complex exercise. And so, um, you know, am I relaxed? Am I in balance? You know, is my posture good? You know, all of those things, you, you know, are my muscles, you know, relatively, you know, slightly tight where they need to be and relaxed everywhere else. And, you know, that makes that flow go through a certain channel, right? Or channels and uh, uh, facilitates a certain amount of flow, uh, different configuration than just walking around, let's say. And so, uh, and if you are getting that presence of some something behind your eyes that's just sort of like, okay, you know, there's a certain amount of uh, uh, light that's coming through there and it's brighter in certain areas and more dull in other areas, I'm concentrating. I'm just focusing, observing the lighter areas. And as I move through the routine, I'm constantly focusing on the lighter areas until I finish the number that I'm going to do or if it's just a time you know, if you've set a time, oh, I'm going to do this exercise for five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it is, you know, when that finishes, you're done, right? So, but I'm just, as I do it, and as I get more into my breathing and more into my flow, is that enhancing that color to come up? Or is it enhancing that the intensity of the light to, you know, really start to be more than it was originally? Um, and those are good things. It's, again, in some ways, enhancing that, making sure there's no stagnation in the f that configuration of flow, and uh, um, and and also enhancing it, you know, as as a as a way to kind of keep things moving in the right direction. Again, hitting it from multiple approaches to try to help open that up and and make it easier for you. Yeah, there's there's not much more to it than that. No, that's cool. I think I mean <clears throat> it's a good overview, and then and I think when uh, you know, we'll f film you doing the exercise mm -hmm. and then um, and have you do the description of the process as you're doing it as well because mm -hmm. I think it'll be a little easier than trying to describe it right now and then physically doing it later. So Right. But, yeah. Or trying to completely describe it while I'm doing it. That's not going to work. Yeah, we'll do a little <laughs> bit of both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, that's the idea with any of the physical exercises, regardless if it's a yoga routine or anything else. It's like you're really... You're trying to facilitate flow through the channels and the meridians and, you know, and um, and flow with the energy that's around you as well, which is really important too. 
be more sensitive to that and, mm. and uh, pick that up over time and, you know, move with it. Don't, don't resist it, you know, go with it. And you use that momentum that's inherent in the environment to facilitate what you're trying to do in a better way. That's all. Hmm. It's a little more than I was planning on saying, but that's it's little, it. It's a little abstract, but I think <laughs> we, we put it into practice, we'll have a better sense of yeah. What when you, you put it into practice, you'll, you'll you'll see. You know, yeah. it'll it'll be easier when you see ah what's around you. Right, right, how, right, right, you know, right. Because you'll be able to tell instantly what's you what mean, you're doing is resisting, or you're moving with the energy that's in the environment, and how it feels to resist, and how it feels to go go with the flow, right? So, and you know, what what kind of, um, what effects that produces in you. So when you, like when you're looking at a room and you're seeing the energy of the environment, you're, you're also obviously, just like you are with physical things or people or whatever, you're aware of like what, what your relationship with the energy is like and how you how you're moving and you know the words you're speaking let's say or all those things how that affects the energy and yeah right whether the energy of the environment is whether you're going with it or whether you're going against it right and how do you use that momentum to tune it up or tune it down right because you don't always want to tune everything up if everybody's aggressive in the room you don't want to tune that up Right. Yeah. I'm just like, all of a sudden my mind's going into all the applications of that, like for people that are in business settings, whether like, like in a boardroom meeting or something or like, uh, whatever. I mean, it's, it's or putting for all know, of like, us say are, you're a, a manager that has to put a team of people together mm. and you're looking, you've got all these prospects, but it's not just about who has the best resume, right? It's like, how are you going to put together this optimal team? You know, it's like, who's going to, you know, not by the looks and not by the paper that they have and what they've accomplished. You know, you may take a few key members in doing that, but, you know, the rest of them you may pick by saying, okay, how is how are they going to blend with these others and what's going to be the perfect configuration that's going to give that such that group such a synergy that they're going to be able to accomplish way more than they ever would be able to, right. you know, with other members being in there. And you're looking at that energy, those it. energy fields and seeing how they're blending and seeing how they're, what the dynamic is and whether it's, right. you know, friction how they interact, or whether it's friction flow. Friction or flow, right. Mm. Yeah. It's a lot of like, it's really cool. I mean, just, it's, it's nice as we have these conversations to kind of like, to look at the different exercises themselves, but also have the opportunity to kind of like tease out these different like applications of, you know, what kind of insights this ability gives you, you know? Right. It's really cool. Well, it's, you know, it's like when you, it, it's, it's not so different when you just keep it as a tool. It's not so different as looking in the room and saying, oh, you know, what's the position I want to occupy in this room? What would be most comfortable for me? And, you know, which, which chair is the one that I want to occupy? Sure. Does that look more comfortable to me than this one? And, you know, it's like there's, you're not putting it on any higher or sure. lower level than that, right? It's just sort of like, oh, yeah. there's a little eddy over there and, you know, not liking that so much. So mm -hmm. can I change it easily or, you know, do I just need to avoid it and move to a place where it's better for me? You know, you know, those places of power, if you want to think of it that way, is, is very individual. Mm. You know, it's like, you know, you'll know from your experience which places feel best to you and 
by and, and for a visual reference you'll be able to just pick them out and move to that spot where you're always in your optimum place or if you can't be in an optimum place let's say something else is there and as you're not allowed to be in that spot <laughs> you know <laughs> how can I make the spot where I have to be better for me can I change it in a way that's going to make it good for me you know that's the other part of that so and the subtle little things that you can do it doesn't take a lot to do that so but it's easier when you have a visual reference than just trying to feel it out at least in the beginning yeah, right, because yeah. in the beginning when you can't see, it's like, again, that analogy of okay, being I'm in like, a dark room. How do you know where to go or what to do? What One place is better than another place right. or, you know, what's over there? Maybe it's something sharp. I don't want to step, you know, sure. there are all these things we don't know, right? But so when we can see, yeah. It'll be, you know, and you know yourself, right? Hmm. It's like just because some place is shiny doesn't mean it's good for you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, doesn't mean that's going to blend with you. You need to know yourself to know that that's a good place or not a good place for you. Hmm. Not by its pattern of its own. It's like, how does that blend with you? And you'll only know that from your own experience. So, you know, because it's about adjusting yourself to the situation. Hmm. Not trying to always change the environment from the outside. Change yourself and you'll blend in with whatever's going on there. Right. You'll adapt. You know, and that adaptation, it's those things that evolve and continue to evolve are those things that can adapt, you know, very quickly and, uh, you know, with great benefit. Mm -hmm. So those things that are so solid and whatever, it's like eventually something will break them. Right? They can't stay like that. Nature forever. wears them down. Something will rip them down. Something that's bigger and more, you know, more than they are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, and that's it. So adaptability will help you evolve into the place you want to be. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks, man. No problem. Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> okay. So we don't really know exactly Wait, why. Are you recording on your phone. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Right. Start again. Start again. <laughs> and by start again, you mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just channeling, you know, my, you know. <laughs> All right. So we don't actually know why. We don't actually know why that uh, how the mechanism of this one exercise, and I'm sure there are plenty of others, uh, but this one really helps to promote uh, the ability to see energy. So, uh, but it does. And so the idea again with with qigong, yoga, tai chi that that basically every motion that you make in, you know, walking around, doing everything, you know, and, uh, you know, changes the configuration of your own energy and your field and sphere of sensation, right? So, uh, so that's why these very specific motions, why these specific motions, why do they look, uh, you know, why do they look strange to some people? You know, it's like very slow and, you know, we're trying to stay in contact. The reason it's slow, you're trying to stay in contact with the energy and, and move it in a very specific way when you do that. And so slight angles of the hand are different and it changes. Every little thing changes what's happening with that configuration or that circuitry of energy within yourself and within your sphere, right? When I also uh, do it with the certain or specific type of breathing, it accentuates it or 
or takes it away or you know tamps it down so different breathings will do different things so but all in all we know that you know this specific exercise again as well as probably many others help to open up the channels in a way that that shunts more energy into probably the third eye the you know the crown chakra the throat and basically this whole center line so the middle pillar basically you know and you know connects them in a way that produces a very relaxed state again we're going for that very relaxed state and opens the channels in a way that promotes the ability to see in a much stronger way than if you're not doing it so that's the idea a lot of times when you get used to it i would say do it first with your eyes open but again uh you know at a certain point when you're really familiar with it and your balance is good and all of that you know do it with your eyes closed and see what the differences is uh, see what the difference is in comparison to eyes open and eyes closed i mean and again the exercise could be done i'm just going to show it a few times but the exercise could be done you know for 20 or 30 minutes really i mean if you really wanted to uh i'm not saying you have to do that to get effect but it could possibly be done that long so uh that's the difference between uh one of the differences between healing qigong and building qigong building qigong is a very specific sequence to promote uh, a certain effect and healing qigong is more about opening the channels and making sure there's no blockages and there's no stagnation and the flow of energy is you know induced and and made better on a regular basis do you think that that um like as you're uh becoming more sensitive to the tactile sensation of the mm-hmm. energy that that's also promoting your mind tuning into the reality of it that somehow do you think there's a correlation there? i think there is but you know usually the way is that you know people start it they're very concerned they're tense because they're very concerned about doing the motion right right getting the physical routine down until they uh get the physical routine down which again th- these are relatively easy exercises i mean it may look at first flush like it's complex but it's not when we break it down you'll see it's very simple and it doesn't take long before you uh are able to do it you know you've memorized it and it's not a big deal and then uh then you're trying to coordinate it with breathing so now you've added another layer of complexity to it right so first you're just trying to get the physical motion down then coordinate it with the breathing and uh and then once that becomes very very common and routine for you then you focus on the things like relaxing you know okay i'm doing this i've got my motion down i've got my breathing coordinated with that motion i'm i'm reaching my senses out and trying to uh really you know take stock of the things that are going on around me and take stock of what's going on within me right and so and then any other sensations or phenomena that are coming up around me doing this practice uh and so uh because the other part is you know commonplace for you now it's routine right so that's the idea but it it always happens in those you know sort of phases right so when you can dismiss one something else will come up and you're able to put more focus and attention on that that's that's how it goes for everyone yeah so all right so i'm going to do this a couple times and i'm going to do it you know probably like twice through because it rotates so one side then the other then one side then the other and then we'll kind of I'll walk through the explanation of it and then I'll do it again so you see the full motion again and that's it. So, uh healing qigong is always in a very comfortable stance. It's not wide or anything like that. The idea is that it's just uh in a 
very common stance of feet about shoulder width or maybe a little bit wider, maybe a little bit shorter, whatever is most comfortable for you. Again, promoting that idea of relaxation is, you know, my nothing, the joints are not locked. So my knees are slightly bent. You can see that I'm doing it in common street clothes. So it's, uh, uh, you know, it's not something that you need a uniform for. Or you don't have to be in a, you know, in a gi that's going to, you know, flex and stretch and all this stuff. So it can be done anywhere, anytime. My arms are relaxed. And so this motion, I'm starting from here. I'm just relaxing for a second. Breathing nice and deep. Again, don't hold your breath. It's in and out very slowly.
There we go. So, okay, so I'm starting out my feeder straight parallel, okay, and about, well, this is comfortable for me, about shoulder width or maybe a little shorter, okay. Hands are starting here, just relaxing my body, sort of making sure my alignment is good. Again, back is always straight. It never, it never bows, right? It never bows. It's always straight. Like a, there's a curve inside your lower back, right? Neck is straight. Use my chin is pulled back slightly to accentuate my straight neck and that it's in line with my spine. And so I'm always trying to keep my center of gravity, right? And so if I'm leaning to one side or to the other, I'm going lower on my legs to keep my, my balance, right? I'm not leaning over and, and losing my balance. So my hands come together, form the ball, right? So ball of chi or a ball of energy. I'm breathing in. And as I breathe in, I'm moving this up, breathing in all the way to the peak of the motion and opening my arms. <clears throat> now, here's an interesting point, and it may have something to do with why this exercise <clears throat> has the effect that we're using it for. Of course, it has other effects too. Um, but um, how I said, you know, you never want to stop breathing, right? Most Qigong, you never hold your breath. So... In this case, with this exercise, you actually are holding your breath. <clears throat> and, you know, there's always these points where, you know, never say never, right? So it's like, <laughs> so as soon as I say never hold your breath, here's this exercise that we're showing you that intentionally holds your breath. And I'm sure there are other things like that. So, uh, you know, when I get to the peak of this motion, my breath is held, right? So it's like I'm, I'm breathing in all the way to the top and then... I'm stopping, I'm holding my breath at this point. And I'm still holding my breath when my hands come together and the palms come down over the crown of my head. And then I start breathing out before I move again. Nice and gently, nice and slow, releasing my breath, coming down, palms going over my face. Once they get to below the face level, they go into this priest position. Still breathing out, still breathing out very slowly. Then breathing in again, expanding my lungs and opening everything up and breathing out. And again, forming that idea, imagining that there's a ball of energy between your outstretched hands. So this is this big beach ball of, of energy, right? And, and as I'm relaxing, relaxing, right, I'm... As I'm breathing out very slowly, I'm compressing the ball. The ball's being compressed, and I feel a tension on my palms as if it's really like I'm, there's a bit of pressure there, like I'm trying to push two magnets together, two, two magnets of the same, same direction, right? So, uh, and so there's that bit of resistance there, that magnetic resistance. And so it gets to about here, and I start to cross my arms, and they sort of go over each other. And it's like my palms are over and, and uh, above and below my elbows, okay? Shoulders are still relaxed, nice and square. And then whatever arm is on top, that's the direction I'm rotating to. So I'm rotating. My feet aren't moving. They're still, I'm just bending my torso, keeping it straight, and leaning slightly. But my back is still very straight. It's straight. It's not humped like this, okay? Very straight. And it's really important to keep that line open. It's one of the most important things to do, right? So you want to keep that main channel open and flowing. 
So I'm at this place, and it's like my head, almost like my my temple, is over that elbow, so to speak. I mean, it can't be completely over it, but it's like that position, right? So I've moved to that position, breathing out, then, you know, breathing in. Then I'm breathing in and extending this, right? As I extend these two hands, so the left hand goes up, and I'm picking up my heel on this back leg as my arms are moving and rotating it, right? So that, again, I'm not going against the joint. I'm not putting extra pressure there. I'm rotating that heel, rotating the, the toe of my foot, <clears throat> picking the heel up off the ground. So this hand goes up, and the position is, you know, like this, basically. Yeah, so that's a snake, right? So that's here and pointed toward the crown of my head. The other hand is just a flat open palm, but the fingers are pointed toward my hip. Okay, so, and that's my extension, my full extension, but not locking my joints, right? My knees are still slightly bent. Okay, that's the idea. My back is very straight. Breathing in, and then on the breath out, nice and slow. I breathe first, and my hand starts to move, come down, and then I'm back at the ball again. Okay, so and I start the whole motion going on the other side. So <clears throat> just to reiterate, just the breathing part, right? So I'm breathing in, holding. Breathing out, breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out, breathing in. Breathing out. Back to the starting position again. Okay? So, and it's very slow, right? And if you're, if you're really looking for the slight nuances, always, whether it's inhale or exhale, always start your breathing before you start your physical motion. Okay? Always start your breathing before you start your physical motion. The idea in Qigong, and it may be in others, other things like yoga that I don't know about, okay? So, but in Qigong, the physical motion is matched to the rhythm of your breath. <coughs> Excuse me. Not the other way around, right? It's not like I do these fancy motions and I figure out when to breathe in between or where can I catch my breath. The rhythm of breathing is set up first, and your physical motions match that. Okay, so that's why, you know, before you see my hands start to lift up, even if you can't hear it or you can't see it, because how are you going to see me breathing, right? So it's like I start my breath ahead of time. Before my physical body part starts to move, before I start to shift or anything, my breathing starts first, right? So this will really help you and give you more out of that. So, and again, you, you, once you memorize it, you can do it with your eyes closed if you want or flip it back and forth, you know, don't do it until, you know, don't 
don't jump ahead. You're not going to you're not going to cut the learning curve down by doing that. You're going to miss steps or you're going to miss being proficient at certain things before you move to the next thing and it's not you're going to be frustrated at the end cuz it's not going to give you the results you're looking for. So, you know, don't don't cut yourself short, right? Do the process and really take the time to really uh, uh, become very proficient at each of these stages. So, you know, memorize the physical motion or just do it with me. And then with those couple of things that I do, memorize it. It's not going to take you very long. Get really comfortable with doing it both sides, switching back and forth, all of that. And then, you know, looking at the, you know, sort of those physical parts that are most important, like breathing before you move, keeping your back straight. You know, feet are, you know, in the right position and, and flat, right? And then, you know, the only place where my heel turns and comes up is at that very end when I'm rotating out, right? So um, other than that, my feet are down. Don't lock your knees. Don't lock your joints, right? They're all, they're all bent, right? So they're all, there's, there's no joints that are just stiff and open, right? My back is completely straight. My, you know, I'm, I'm vertical. I'm in, I'm not, uh, I'm not feeling uh, strained from trying to hold myself up, right? I'm in balance all the time. I'm trying to stay in balance all the time. And so, uh, and then, then when you have all that down, think about the breathing, right? How does the, how does that breathing go? I mean, try to do it right from the beginning, but really focus on the breathing. Like now that you don't have to think about the physical part anymore, you know, think about, really you know what is giving me the deepest breath without straining myself and you know and always starting your breathing in or out before you start the physical motion whether it's going up or down or rotating anything like that before any physical motion your breath has already started really really important so when you get to that phase and everything's going through then when you're really good with that that's when you know you start thinking about other things because that's sort of routine now right you really have it down and that's when you can sort of go more inside how does that feel you know what are the other sensations that are coming up how is uh, you know how is uh, you know it's very it can be especially in nature when you're doing this because you're getting help from everything that's around you right so when you're doing that uh, it's very likely that you'll probably start to see energy as you're doing this routine I mean it's very common for me to do that without actually thinking about it and um, um, and again it's like you acknowledge it and you let it go right if you want more acknowledge it and let it go don't don't try to grasp it right don't don't go after it and look for it and don't try to hold the phenomena it won't you won't be able to it's like trying to grab smoke but you can induce more of it by acknowledging it and letting it go and it'll keep coming back it'll keep coming back it'll get stronger and it'll become uh you know just part of your everyday world which is what we're looking for basically under your control but still accessible by you whenever and that's really you know what we're trying to do so uh and then it just gets it gets better and better right because obviously there are many more benefits than just seeing energy that this exercise does and i highly encourage you if you don't have a practice a physical practice of yoga tai chi qigong you know one of the you know um moving meditations exercise uh meaning exercise that is not just physical body exercise but matching the breath with the physical motion in some way you need to get one if you're going to do energy medicine if you're going to do energy work 
on any decent level, you have to have a practice like this. It's something that's woefully missed in Western esoteric practice and, and you need to correct that. So um, it will, it, it'll, it'll add at least a third to your ability to be able to, you know, and probably more, to be able to bring energy in and manipulate it and, and send it out again. So uh, it's, it's, it's that crucial. I mean, really, without that, it's, it's, it's unlikely that you'll, you know, you'll ever get to a level that's going to be really, really beneficial for you. Um, so, I mean, we've seen it with other cultures. So, uh, and I can tell right away when somebody has a decent, you know, physical practice as well as, you know, their energetic practice that it's supporting them and both one is supporting the other. So it's really, really critical. Um, so I highly recommend that to you. Um, yeah, that's it. And we'll see how that does. And we'll answer any questions. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to have you do the, the snake position. Does yeah. That show that really clearly. You, you, that just the hand or just the over the head? Yeah, uh, both. Like show exactly yeah. how, where your thumb yep. is touching your hands. Index finger. It's like that. So the difference between snake and the crane, snake is flat like this, flat meaning my fingers are together, the hand is here. Mm. Crane is all in one point mm. like that. So it's not like that. It's like this snake. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. And it's over my head. So it's pointing, you know, when I'm in this position, it's, it's up again, even though I'm stretching myself or, you know, trying to get like, how can I be the most relaxed and get the most stretch out of myself how can i elongate myself almost more by intent than by physically stretching it because i what i don't want <laughs> is to lock my joints i don't want to lock my joints so that's the idea the chi has to flow and if you lock them out it's not a good thing so and it's pointed toward the crown of my head so it's pointed toward that chakra and so there's a little connection that's made from here and goes through and is connected to my other hand that's down by my hip so it flows through that channel right it's a way to make a connection an energetic flow through there right awesome. yeah yeah cool. there you go so <laughs> and we'll see how that does it's nice it's beautiful out so wish you guys all a, a great day get on it and <laughs> start adding this to your routines and uh and then we'll be doing more of this type of stuff and getting out of the studio a little more too which is great you know because it's like this is where i live this is nice you know so it's like uh, you know you gotta you know take advantage of those times in nature when you can really uh uh you know become part of that you know in a, in a intentional way rather than just being part of the landscape right it's like you can get in there and, and really go with it and, and uh, exchange that energy back and forth so it's it's really good we'll take we'll take advantage of it too <laughs> awesome. yeah cool all right that's that it good. man is it yeah it looked great cool yeah i thought it looked awesome we'll see i'll be curious to see how the the sound does with like that stuff like the machines and barking it seemed but it seemed like that was really far in the distance yeah. i could hear the turkeys more it's like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah boys <laughs> eat those ticks yeah seriously